Few scientists have ridden an arc of innovation quite like my guest today. Chemistry professor and award-winning inventor Ecos Vertis. He boasts 13 patents, and it's no stretch to say that he has revolutionized the world of biochemistry, widening the scope of research on everything from cancer treatment to the roots of autism. Now, Ecos is embarking upon perhaps his most ambitious work to date, developing a transformative method for combating biological and chemical terrorist threats, a topic that makes headlines almost daily. Ecos, thank you so much for joining us to discuss your research. One of the things that's uh, very apparent about your work is that you're looking at smaller and smaller amounts of material as they occur in nature rather than in the laboratory. I was wondering, what is it that you're finding that others are not seeing? Our uh, objective in my lab is, is to analyze uh, biological and other materials as they exist in nature. And this is a, a seemingly a very easy task, but it actually is a very large challenge because the analytical techniques we are using require extensive sample preparation, and by the time we are done with the sample preparation, we are not looking at the same material. So let me give you an example. When, when someone analyzes cancerous tissue uh, in order to understand how cancer um, changes metabolism, if you take a sample out of the tissue and take it to the lab, by the time you are looking at that sample, it has already changed. So we are developing techniques that can directly probe the cancer in its uh, natural state. The way we approach these things uh, is a little bit like a chess game. Uh, most people look at incremental changes in improving their technology. We are looking at possibilities two, three steps down the line. So if you just look at the next step, you're probably going to find what everybody else is extrapolating from the current state of the art. In your work, in 2011, you developed a new technology that your students call LAZY. Uh, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that particular instrumentation and its impact. The breakthrough in this technology is that, again, we can directly go to the biological tissue. We don't have to extract anything from it. We can pinpoint the point of interest with the laser, and it can be a very tiny sample size. So potentially it's uh, possible to perform this on people who have a lesion somewhere or, or uh, definitely on, on lab animals and, and, and plants. And would you say that the level of precision that you achieve with this instrumentation is beyond what normally is employed? And are there other ramifications even for lazy? So the level of precision is very high and it has to do again with not changing the material. We are analyzing the material as it exists in nature. We are looking at a wide variety of problems and this is a, a very interesting attribute to this method. Really the interesting part of this technology is the great diversity of problems we can address with it. I have already mentioned cancer research. I can mention that we have uh, collaborated on uh, research uh, in, in autism. So it, it really is uh, a very powerful new technique that uh, enables us to look at problems in new ways. And now moving on to the next big challenge is your DARPA grant, $15 million, looking at uh, biological and chemical agents and threats. Can you tell us more about, uh, about this particular grant and its possible impact? The fundamental challenge um, that we are um, uh, given in this project is to identify the mechanism of action 
of an emerging threat agent, be it chemical or a biological threat agent, within 30 days. So to understand uh, how hard this is, let's go back a little bit and look at pharmaceuticals and understanding the mechanism of action of a pharmaceutical. For example, for aspirin, it took decades to identify the mechanism of action. For uh, many other medications, it, it took years to identify the mechanism of action. But when you have an emerging threat, when people are dying or getting sick, you don't have decades to figure things out. That's why DARPA was very interested in developing new methods and utilizing our unique technologies to identify the mechanism of action of a threat agent within 30 days. Again, this is a spectacular project. It seems like it could transform society in a number of ways. And I was just wondering if you could speculate on what you think might be some of the larger social significance of your work. Well, that's actually a, a very interesting question because I mentioned the, the uh, military use of this technology, but this is one of those techniques that can be categorized as dual use. Pharmaceutical companies even today have to submit mechanism of action studies uh, to FDA when they want to bring a new uh, drug to market. So they will definitely be interested if we develop this technique that can accelerate this to 30 days uh, or even just approaching 30 days, it will be a major, a major break for their uh, efforts. Looking at things even uh, in a broader perspective, I would uh, say that chemical analysis and uh, developing new analytical techniques enables us to understand how the world is around us, how diseases develop, how we contaminate our environment, how we clean up our environment. And so it enters um, every segment of life. And that's why it's very exciting to develop these new techniques. Speaking about you for a minute, you're going to be moving into our brand new science and engineering hall that uh, we anticipate will transform the way we do science at the George Washington University. I'm wondering if you could speculate a bit on what the impact of this move will be for you and your work and also your students. Well, this is a very exciting time for us. Uh, we are indeed moving in a brand new state-of-the-art facility. Just today I received the layout of my office. We have been working on the layout of the lab for a long time. And obviously we are getting more space, we are getting a wonderful infrastructure. But uh, beyond that, I think what is very important is the new interactions that this, uh, this facility will foster. We'll have biologists, physicists around us and we can discuss topics uh, that are much harder to discuss now simply because of the layout of our facilities. And I think if we want to be intellectually honest, we, we need to tell the students that this is not a joyride. They are trying to achieve something, trying to understand something that took humankind several hundred years to accumulate. And they are trying to achieve this in four years or five years. Uh, this is an enormous undertaking and it doesn't go without strain and pain sometimes. But then there are successes. Akos, thank you so much again for this very enlightening discussion. I'm sure I speak for everyone that we are very excited about learning where your curiosity is going to take us.